The new M3. What they did what? Uh, they fixed the front of the new M3. It's the same as the yeah. M4. No, they didn't. They fixed it. Do you know what though, guys? That, that is a dead shit ugly car. Yeah, yeah. It was whoever proved it. As well. I, don't, I don't understand how people are commenting about. Actually, it's really, really nice. Not in black. They're really it's aggressive. It's like it's 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 <laughs> Exhaust tips look really good. No, no they don't. All right. no, the four at the back look horrible. What's the four? So the performance pack, you haven't seen it, the performance, you haven't the seen it. The inside is nice on so the performance pack. You can that's talk about The performance there. pack is half cast, it's like red and black, and the back's got four, it looks like a Lexus had sex yeah. with a... Rocket launcher. Fucking an AU Falcon. <laughs> Finally. So this is what's on my car. Yeah. 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 Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast. That snap sound you heard was PPF. PPF, we're recording, if those of you who started listening, what was it, episode four, three, really early. We had breakfast, I remember. We had breakfast there. Uh, Eamon from uh, Leading Edge, he's back. back. G'day mate, how you going? Good, thank you, how you going? Good, good. And we've got John Collins here from the PPF studio, and we're in his studio in Roselle. (laughs) How you going mate? Very well. Thanks for having us. So basically what you gave us is... So I'm, I'm holding a piece of... Uh, hello, I'm Ross in here as well. That's okay. Yeah, don't oh, yeah, worry. Yeah. <laughs> you can say hello. By default. We're, 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 I'm holding a piece of PPF. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah. Which is and short for pain protection film. Cool. And it was really difficult to to pierce. Right, so we had like a Stanley knife and we were just really forcing it down. Halil went first and couldn't <laughs> penetrate. I went second and Pete penetrated. I had some muscles and, and really broke it. But you really have to. So it's not the, it. it's not the stuff that you contact your kid books with, is it? No. No, it's even really though it looks like it, but yeah. no, it's a it's a polyurethane film that's specifically engineered to stop essentially stone chips, scratches, knives, keys, all that sort of stuff. And and that's what you wrapped my car with probably three or four months ago. Yes. Yeah. In the matte finish. Yeah, in the matte finish. Right, yeah. And I, whenever people look at my car, I'm really <laughs> proud of it. Like, oh, my car's wrapped. Blah blah. And my Christian, my son, isn't here in the background as well. He's probably going to chime in. You're giving your but car I a big rap. Tell you? everyone. <laughs> but I tell everyone, it's self healing. What do I say, Christian? It's self healing. It's self healing. You can do anything you want to the car, it's self healing. People take it a bit too far and they want to, you know, <laughs> cut it open. Yeah. And use a I, I always tell them, go, get your key and run it across the car. Run it across the. the, yeah. the My bonnet. dad said, go key his car. Yeah, go key his <laughs> car. <laughs> so, and we've done it. And, you know, we, I we, try, we, but he said no. Yeah, don't touch my car. Um, <laughs> Does it genuinely still feel? Yeah, to a, to a certain just extent. Telling people bullshit. Yeah, no, no, it does. So the the film all has uh, self healing properties on its uh, top layer. Yeah. Um, it's to a certain extent though. Okay. So if you go and drag a key and completely disrupt the adhesive, it's not going to self heal from that. But, but if, in, yeah, if I got like a stone chip, that's not that doesn't uh, penetrate the. Uh, yes and no. It, it sort of depends how bad it is. But think about more like if you got like light swirl marks or a very very light. Yep. Scratch on it. Uh, you can either go boiling water, heat gun, hair dryer, even the sun. If it's a black car, okay. and that'll uh, that'll actually self heal. Oh, so it needs to actually do something for the self heal. Yeah, put it, needs, hot water it needs heat. Yeah. Oh, the sun. No, you didn't tell me that. The sun. Sun. You've been telling me that. Does your car the sun just heals it? Does your car solar healing? Right. What does your car red light have? Not sure. Because it's always on there. Okay. It's fine. So when I, I take it through that automatic car wash with Pete. the brushes and no swirl there. Okay, so I just put some hot water. So, yeah, so yeah. basically, I mean, I read a couple of years ago where the future of paint was self-healing paint. It's not really the paint. It's actually the material that goes over it. Is that the case? or? Um, 
I actually haven't heard about self-healing pain. That okay. would put me out of business, to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> self-healing pain... Doesn't exist. <laughs> it doesn't exist. Look, it's, it's in development. The thing is, with film, if it reaches that point where it doesn't self-heal anymore, the paint underneath is perfectly fine. So even if the film itself is scratched, you take the film off, the paint is perfectly fine, so you then put another layer on. Where with self-healing paint, once it reaches that point where it can't heal, you still got to respray it. Mm. I really like the fact that you can... Um, just replace that piece. Mm. Yeah, you did before. For yeah, five minutes. You know, yeah. if you have an issue with a section of the car, they just replace that piece. That's oh, that's what I like about it. It's trouble-free paint. You don't have to worry about it. So, so what you did with Ross's car earlier? I mean, you replaced the part. Do you just cut it out, or? Yeah. So that little section was just um, behind the rear wheel. So it obviously copped a fair bit of gurney. Uh, potentially, but also... Hard acceleration? Uh, I was going to put it more delicately, but, but yes. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, Ross. <laughs> Sorry, but, um, yeah, so that one, that one we just um, trimmed it on uh, just uh, over one of the edges and uh, put a new piece in there so yeah. that, you know, because it's a, it's a matte conversion, you know, we, we don't want to have a little bit of gloss there, so... So you can't see the lines. That's what, the point I was getting at, yeah. when you go, if you went a bit over the, overlapped it, you can't see it. Uh, you don't. You actually don't overlap it because then you'll get a, a, a little air pocket. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, on that ridge line, so you actually butt it up. Um, no, so you do right a perfect cut. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. yeah. If, if you're good at it, you won't see it. Yeah. Generally speaking, though, with cars, so let's say we, we wrap your Porsche and you have a, a bump, and insurance uh, does something to fix your guard. We rip off the film on the guard. Yeah. If, if it's damaged, if the repairer hasn't ripped it off, and we just replace that, and the rest of the car is fine. Um, but it takes a very big whack to go through the, the film. I've had my mum's my car, when she bought her Mercedes, she scraped the pole um, and it was wrapped and just take the wrap off. The wrap was shredded, but underneath was fine. It was just a little bit of glue residue. So it actually does genuinely save the car from pretty okay. big scrapes. And 99% of the time, if it does have damage on, on the film, that'll look a lot worse than what's actually underneath so you can see something that looks completely torn up yep. and you're thinking oh shit it's gone through but you peel it off and yeah. uh, remove any like adhesive that might have um, yep. got stuck on there and it'll be perfectly fine so it's almost like an extra protective layer like an extra skin yeah, yeah. that can absorb punishment <laughs> exactly so like the film originated as helicopter tape back in desert storm sort of era okay. to, to stop the edges of the helicopter blades you know in in the desert from getting all the corruption, so yeah. uh, corrosion. Sorry, um, helicopter. There was a lot blades. of corruption there too. Yeah, yeah. The, the, <laughs> yeah, the thing that spins at the top, the rotors. Wow, I've got a story for when I tell people I've wrapped my car in helicopter, helicopter tape. tape. <laughs> <laughs> this Basically, awesome. this is really good this stuff. Is awesome. This that's is good it. storytelling at the dinner table. All you need to hammer. Chipper. That, well, that's yeah. that, that's where it originated, and they've obviously gone and re-engineered it a little bit more for a. Um, you know, yeah, to, for does. automotive purposes, but that's its original origin. So the film has three layers in it, if John wants to explain. It's not just one layer of... Yeah, so we've got bit. strips of it here. Oh, but and the actual strip that you poke through has three layers. Yeah, and it's almost, it's, it does, it's like contact, you know, like, but not this, I mean, it's better than the stuff you buy at Target. Roll <laughs> yeah. two metres. So it's, it's pretty thick and sticky on one end, obviously. So the, the film that you're holding at the moment is between 0.7 and 0.8. Uh, of a mil thick. Yeah. There is a thicker film. So the the film you got at the moment is um, from Suntech. Yep. Um, and they do have a slightly thicker version, which is actually on the E30 be, uh, behind us, and that's 
1.1 millimeters. And why would you go thicker? Uh, For the the high impact areas. So think of like uh, your Porsches, you know, they've got that little shark fin factory. Yep. And that area just in general gets completely hammered. So those kind of areas uh, down low, you'd you'd probably protect it because, you know, you've got stuff getting thrown up in the tires. Okay. Obviously. Yeah, it just adds that little extra extra layer, extra thickness to protect it. Yeah, it's pretty thick, and we're trying to, like I said earlier, we're stabbing it with a Stanley knife, and mate, you, you I couldn't, couldn't it. you can't, you really had to force it. We're gonna go and stab my car later. No, Stanley <laughs> knife. John, John loved wrapping it, so he'll be more than happy oh, to wrap it again. No. <laughs> yeah, I'm not allowed to wrap mate, it. I'm, I'm just thinking this, like, this is really good if you got like a crazy ex or something. Yeah. <laughs> you should be advertising on things like Tinder, Grinder. <laughs> you know, if, if, if you're going out on a date tonight and you need protection, and make sure you, and your wife doesn't know, make sure your car's protected <laughs> as well. Did you, did you see the Lexus covered in paint that I had here? So if someone spray paints, okay, just pull the. Are you saying wrap the whole car so she can't open the doors? No, wrap the whole car so she can't care when she finds out that you've got a girlfriend. Oh, your car. Not my car! Uh, no, not my car! Your wife doesn't listen to I thought, I, yeah, I thought you were going to wrap her car right, literally without any cuts so she can't open the door. No, you just use Glad Wrap for that. Way cheaper. You don't don't want Suntec on it. You you just go to Aldi and stock up on Glad Wrap. Moral of the story. She's driving the car in three days time start wrapping it up. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Don't let her find out. Moral of the story. So, oh, Can I ask, how do you get into this business? I mean, we spoke last time how you got into it. How do you get into wrapping cars? Like, is, um, did you did it just evolve or accidentally? You were um, really good at contacting the books, <laughs> <laughs> and someone said, "Hey, you should wrap cars." Racing is expensive. Um, yeah. okay. No, so I actually got into it. Uh, I was between jobs, and I think my dad at the time was getting annoyed with me doing nothing at home. Yeah. So he started secretly applying for jobs for me. All right. Uh, and I got a call one day um, for a, for a job interview, and I was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, may as well go." Got nothing else to do. And um, anyway, <laughs> well, I wasn't going to play PlayStation because the Xbox is over here. Uh, and yeah, rolled into the um, to the workshop, uh, had an interview, and then mid-interview, a brand new Lamborghini uh, Gallardo at the time rolled through the door. You good enough? Yeah, Rosebrook. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> he said you're good enough. Um, and yeah, because I've been into cars my whole life, I was kind of like, all right, I'll I'll give this a go. And then that yeah. sort of just went from there and yeah 10 years later wow 10 years I was wondering if he was David Jones Christmas gift wrapping imagine how hard it is to contact the book so with a car I was, I'm going to ask the first car you wrapped <laughs> oh, come on you got to remember um, the first one the first one I did on my own was a Lotus Elise and how long did it take you compared to if you were to do it he's now? still doing it so <laughs> <laughs> Um, that one, it was just, oh, I think I did a, just a full front end on it, um, and it took me all day. And if you were to do it now? Half a day. With your eyes shut? Yeah. <laughs> but, like, what, what is it? Do you, I mean, do you, have, you know, do you have to pull the guards out? Do you have to really cut it precise? Um, um, is that was the question I was going to ask about the cutting. Yeah. Do you cut, or do you, you see these guys with these big 3D scanners, and they, yeah, so they print the... I, I personally do a bit of both, so the, the pattern work and um, um, essentially bulk, bulking it, uh, so yeah, cutting on the car, which that's a whole other thing, some people are against it, others um, do it, it's, 
it's something that uh, if you're trained well and properly in, it's, it's no issue to do. Um, yeah. Essentially, the, the film, 75% of the thickness is actually the adhesive. So you only okay. need to score the top layer to, to break, break your film apart. Okay. Um, so yeah, I personally do a, a combination of both. And it, it, it sort of depends on the car as to, to what, what we sort of do. Um, you know, over the years, you gain the experience as to what cars... Um, have good patterns and what what cars yeah. don't. So, yeah, you, from from experience, you know what, what what you sort of need to do. Have you guys seen the graphic plotter? It's just there. So that's the machine. It's like a CNC machine. And then the programs. There are programs that have uh, templates that were designed, for example, by Suntec. And you load up the car. You bring up the year, and then you select what what panel you want, and then that cuts it out. Yeah, so this, there's a machine in the background. So it's about what two meters wide, two and a half. Yeah, about that. And and obviously it's linked to a computer, and the the material comes in wrong. Yeah, and it'll print off a guard with with a graphic. Yeah, I was going to talk to you about graphic and and wrapping vans and for marketing and advertising purposes. Yeah. is this the stuff to use? Uh, that, that's that's a little bit different. Um, so the the graphic that we have got behind us for for using PPF. So I would go on to uh, Suntec's uh, cutting software, which yep. is called TrueCut, uh, and they've got a whole database of pretty much every car, car. Uh, yeah. from, from most years. Uh, and you go and select which one. If, it, if it's got a different variant, you go select that as well, and then they'll have pretty much everything for the car um, that you can cut out, and, and it's all computer design. Yeah. Uh, Does it tell you how much film you need to order as well, or use? Um, it can, it can, uh, but you sort of, you always want to have stuff in stock. It's anyway. like your printer, mate, low ink. Because <laughs> I know if I was wrapping a car, I'd like, I'd need like seven cars worth of wrap because I'd do the panel, I'd rip it off and start again. I just, you know, you know. Take it from somebody who wrapped for a couple of years before having John here. Yeah. It, it, you have to really be into it to like it. It's, did, uh, did, you, did you wrap? Yeah. Yeah, I've done quite a few cars. And it's a guy that painful bought, job. You're talking to a guy that bought solar panels for his combi, for his multi bands. So. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't fit. <laughs> that was a bit. That is some cars more difficult than others? For example, like an, an 80s Volvo, which is just a box on wheels. Would that be easy to wrap? He's never wrapped an 80s uh, Compared yeah, to, say, an um, Aston Martin with grooves and holes and vents and spoilers. and Yeah, they're. Yeah. Your premium kind of like supercars are, are always quite technical because they, you know, they like to, I guess, add little bit, bits and bobs to, mm. to those cars to make them look quite aggressive. So they, they yeah, they suck, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. McLarens uh, are up there just because they've got so many different pieces. But then, yeah, you've you got stuff like Mercedes and BMWs, which are pretty pretty easy these yeah, days. Yeah, boxy, yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it, it varies, but your, your supercars always tend to suck. <laughs> so when you charge more for a supercar, is it because it's a supercar? Supercar tax, yeah, totally. No. It's, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, it, is, it is a lot longer. Like, is it, uh, it, it is all priced proportionally. Yeah. Um, you know, those cars do tear up a lot more material, and obviously the, it's more labour-intensive as well. So for those cars, and even cars that are simpler but larger, you know, like a, think of a Nissan Patrol or something like okay, that. Okay, yeah. Big car, flat panels though. Um, but still, they're they're you know, in in terms of pricing, probably uh, in the in the higher price range, just because of the, the sheer size of the car. What's the worst car you've ever wrapped? Ooh. Uh, it's for um, competition. 
No, I actually I used <laughs> to outside. I, I used to struggle <laughs> back <laughs> in the day with um, <laughs> no, we prison up you understand oh. another, another, another <laughs> X, X5 No, yeah. um surprisingly doing your car actually was kinda of fun. Oh, really? In a weird way, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. it was tricky but I, doing... came, I popped in a few times, it didn't look that bad. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have tears coming down his eyes. You know what he's saying? No. But like, He's got a nice personality. <laughs> doing doing that kind of job is you, you look at it and you're like, we've we've probably done something really cool here. Yeah. Um, um I've done a yeah. I've done a Performante uh, oh, wow. uh, gloss matte, no, gloss to matte. Sorry. You should as well. explain that anyway. The gloss to matte. I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> no. So that uh, doing that is um, the the paint is gloss and then you go put matte PPF yeah. over it um, to change the the shade of the the paint very 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 labor intensive job you could just vinyl wrap it it'd probably be easier but you don't get the same protective uh, properties from mm. from vinyl that you do with PPF. i was going to ask you with ppf is that the same material when you wrap a car for a different car completely different this so, is purely yeah. a coating this is a yeah a, a protective it's layer it's not 100 percent, and it's engineered for that specific okay. purpose whereas yeah. the vinyl is oh yeah it's it's designed to be cosmetic yeah. so it's quite thin <laughs> Therefore, it can stretch around. And so, do you need to go inside the door? Like again, with the color one. Yeah, with the, the cheap color. ones are just pasted on the outside. You open the door, and it's yeah, orange. Like, and it's green. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, and then you can wrap inside the door again. But obviously, a lot of people will go and charge quite a bit extra for yeah. that. Um, but it all comes down to what the customer wants. Yeah. If, if they don't care, all good. But then you get a lot of people that they want the whole thing. Yeah. Just I don't want just to see. Do it, I don't yeah. want to see the original color. Yeah. So That's hard though, because you literally have to pull yeah, it's like the whole car on it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you got trims everything. You uh, take a, a fair chunk, yeah, yeah. Just paint it. <laughs> the the order the right colour. Is there a difference between matte and satin PPF? Or the same thing? Uh, it's the same thing. Oh. Yeah, pretty much the same thing. So I argued with someone the other day. Your car's satin and not, and not matte. I'm like, I think that's the same thing. <laughs> no, it's definitely not. <laughs> like, all right, you just go your way. Yeah. <laughs> Some random guys. Did you win the argument? Some random on the street, I'll just, oh. just walk up and yeah. piss off. Yeah. Tell him all wraps matter. Key the car. <laughs> yeah, you pull key that the car, mate. The kids are laid out. Yeah. Key, key the car, my dad said you can key the car. Yeah, yeah. Just put it in the sun. Drink some boiling water. <laughs> Don't throw boiling water. Okay. What else, Eamon? What have you been up to, mate? Uh, well, we've set up the new shop. New shop, right? Tell. So yeah, we're Roselle. aiming to be a one stop shop where you could drop your car off, say, okay, I want it to be detailed, I want it to be wrapped, I want to change my wheels, I want to install an exhaust, dash cam, whatever it is. And uh, we haven't mentioned them, but we've actually also got Rev Up Garage, who are on our left-hand side and behind you, Pete. Yeah. Um, and they're the mechanical. So uh, the, the plan is for us to have a sort of like a motoring enthusiast's man cave. We're sitting on one. Yeah, it's almost like a one-stop yeah. shop. I mean... So we've got the sim. Um, now, John, as I mentioned before, he's a professional race car driver. So we're planning on doing track days. We're planning on... In the, in the building. Um, yeah. We can. We just, 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 just around the block. I've got a great yeah. idea. You, you could put, like, you know, the security access, right? Yeah. And then charge membership, and we could just come in whenever we want. You guys are welcome, man. That was more for Halil just, just have someone to hang just, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give me a photo of your American Express Platinum. That's yeah. it. And, uh, I just, no, I just, I just want to come. Just short <laughs> monthly. Just going to come and chill. It, it is That's a hangout. It. So it's a cool little setup. We've got the two, um, what are they? Race seminars. Yeah. And so, John, you, you know how to race for real. 
Yeah. So what 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 have you what level did you get up to? What did your race hit? Uh, I got up to Formula Three in Australia uh, at a national level. Uh, I went overseas to do some testing in Malaysia uh, at at one point, but. Um, yeah, my sort of racing career is all based around open wheelers. Yep. So, um, was F1 the goal? Uh, when I was younger, it was, um, but then it got pretty realistic quite quickly. Um, in that, terms of like, in terms of like getting there is so hard. Um, so I, I never did go karts or anything like that. I started doing track days when I was fourteen, um, and then from there progressed, which was that was just like you know club super sprints and yep. stuff like that. And then progressed to uh, Formula V, Formula Ford, and then on to uh, Formula Three. Didn't it like the Formula Ford and Formula Three stuff? Did you see that? I mean, you know, everyone out there is a really good driver. But were there some drivers that you were like, "Oh my, that guy or girl is just phenomenal! Like, we just can't keep up." Or how do they do that? Or you know, and they, and they become the Formula One drivers, or are they? Is it is it that next level of just yeah. awesomeness that that? that yeah, there's, just there's there's a lot there's a lot of that. Um, my uh, I guess money talks. Yeah, I was going to say that. When you said it started to get real, does that mean you had to literally knock on doors and say I need 100 grand for a little logo on my jersey? Pretty much. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> so you can go and, and race. Like, yeah. How, how much of that? Okay, let's just, just use the current F1 grid. 20 drivers. Yeah. They're, they're, you, they would argue that that's the top echelon. That's, that's the pinnacle, right? Yeah. But I reckon if he had 50 mil, he'd have a seat in next weekend's Grand Prix. <laughs> that's what I'm about to say. How many of those drivers are talent? Forget which cars are shit, which are good. If they're all in the same cars, which of them, which of those drivers are talented, and which of them have paid their way? Uh, well, essentially, they're all talented because you, you're still going to be talented to drive. Yeah, I, like, I couldn't just turn um, up with ten million dollars saying, "Give me a seat." But in terms of, it's ready. Yeah, no, I'm getting ready, but I can't fit. Halila's got a serious look on his face. Yeah, right? I'm going to give this Forget, forget the GTSR. There's probably, there's probably, um, yeah, four or five drivers on the grid that would would stand above the rest. Yeah. And then out of that four or five, you've probably got one or two that are just exceptional. Yeah. So, you know, it's such as like you, Lewis Hamilton, for example, just sheer freak. Yeah. So you know, four. Level hate him, he's a freak. Yeah, but if, if he was, sorry, but if he was put in at the back of the grid, the car, in F1, the, the car rolls around in the pajamas and the scooter. Yeah. There was a photo of him with his scooter, so it had, um, Formula One in the in the seventies, and there was a guy there. He had two bikini yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was drinking the he was drinking the champagne, and had Lewis Hamilton on his scooter in his pajamas, yeah. drinking a Gatorade or something. Yeah. So that was that was another F one driver that posted that. Oh, was it? Yeah, oh. Oh, was it? yeah, yeah. Kimi oh. Raikkonen posted Kimi that. Kimi did that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really? Yeah, Kimi he posted that. Yeah. Zero fucks. Yeah. <laughs> and then he posted a photo of himself, like clearly yeah. at a bar, just absolutely hammered, yeah. cigarette in his mouth. Yeah, He's like, yeah, don't yeah. worry, we're still going yeah. here. Uh, John, we've had this conversation before, but so the boys know, um, and obviously, can you explain the cost, for example, in running a season in Formula 3, and then the cost in running a season in uh, supercars, and the driver, how much a driver needs to pay? Because it's actually quite interesting. No? No, some, some drivers pay their seat. That's why they got their sponsorship on the road They You bring raise, the money to the team. You bring money. You, like, um, you buy a seat. Who was the what? young guy that had a short stint? The, I think it was a Russian kid. In Formula One, uh, oh, yeah, uh, Sergey Sorokin. Yeah. yeah, he had a brief stint because so the old man, you know, the oligarchs had some cash, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. They, they brought, well, they basically bought him a drive, but could he drive though? 
No. <laughs> that's, that's... But basically all the money in the world wasn't going to keep well, him in that car because not... he, he kept breaking things. That's what I'm saying. Like in F1, Lance Stroll, his dad yeah. owns the team. He bought he bought a seat. But he's pretty talented. He's done well, a pole position. The thing is, is that he's won in every junior category. He, yeah, he's yeah. worked yeah. 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 He's at, So racing. he actually is a very, very good driver. His dad basically bought a race a Formula 1 team well. yeah. for his son to drive. Uh, his dad just happens to be a billionaire. Yeah. <laughs> well, his dad pretty much figured out, if I'm going to pay for my son to go to the next level, I'll just buy the whole fucking team. Yeah, no, but he was, he was a, he's a good no, but, driver. No, yeah, but yeah, he was, but his dad, either way, was going to have to stump the cash as a sponsor Regardless. to get him into a seat. Yeah, yeah. So he just figured, well, if I'm going to pay to run the show, it's going to have my name on it. All right, so let's, 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 let's keep it simple. Let's stay in Australia. Yep. And you pretty much got to the top of the tree. Yeah, so to get... Can you then slide across to supercars? I mean, let's go to a category that everyone is familiar with. Supercars being the Commodore, yeah, uh, Fat, yeah. Mustangs, and Bathurst. And what are they going to do now with no Holden's? Anyway, oh, that's another story. Dog shit. Yeah. So, um, like, you know, do you still have to turn up with a resume to uh, uh, to yeah. one of the teams? Yeah, and you, say, you still you still need to be somewhat accomplished. Um, you know, you can't just roll roll in off the street like, yeah, I've done a couple of track days. Um, because that's what I was going to do. So you want to turn up. So, so just... I did the Audi drive that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done and I reckon it. I could do Formula One. So that was all right. Just, so John turns up with his resume yeah, with uh, Formula Ford, Formula 3, couple of wins, went to Malaysia, and with a million bucks on his overalls. And then I turn up with 10 million bucks on my overalls, and I've done the M3 experience phase one. You're and driving next two. weekend. They're going to make you... Who's they're they're going to check you in a you're uh, for you and me. Probably me. <laughs> yeah, no, like, he, like in the end, there's you, you still need to bring yeah a fair, a fair chunk of cash, but you, you still need to have um, some skill. Some skill. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Pete. Yeah, because yeah. even like, even we had supercar team. Should have done the second day. Even yeah, and then not be, ridden it off. Yeah, no. but shush. <laughs> Oh, that didn't have any that, that wasn't anyway. at the track day. That was another track. <laughs> but it, like, it know, was. It, it was yeah, at the Condor Park track day. In the end, supercar teams, you know, even if you're paying to be there, they don't they don't want to see someone coming in and you know, even though they're paying and just destroy the car. Yeah, it's their brand. All, yeah, all yeah. Design. You don't want to um, stall it on the grid. You know, in, in terms of like budgets and stuff like that, uh, like Formula Three would anywhere from like a hundred to hundred fifty grand for the season. For a season. To drive a car. Yeah, just to drive, yeah. Not to run the team, just to drive. You gotta pay. Yeah. yeah. Not well, sport for well, me, mate. Unless <laughs> your name's Jamie Winkup or you know. Yeah, but, but they, then, they all have to pay at some stage. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, but then you, you, yeah, you, you gotta get, get over that hurdle. And what what's the premise of what, what are they if it's getting on the sport they just get a sponsor. Well that's no, what they need. But that's, that's what they do. And, and then once you become, bring a sponsor. And if you get to Jamie Winkup level, then the sponsorship's even easier. Yeah. Because you're a brand you're yeah. years and years and years goes to work with this guy and he was um he was from the UAE, he was living in Australia, he was working just in advertising, and he wanted to get into, I never understood it, and he was always on the phone to his dad, and I, he would get, I'm like, what's, he goes, I just need more money. I thought he needed the money for the car. He kept saying, I need money to drive. Mm. Maybe he needed money to drive the car. Mm. Yeah. Because this car takes a lot of petrol. Yeah. <laughs> like, think of it, every time like, you, you go to a team, and you, you, you just want to go to a test day, you know, that team has to you know, factor in transport costs, um, wear and tear on catering on, for everyone <laughs> if they've got it That's but you right. know like paying for mechanics engineers tires oh, the, the actual entry fee to, to the day how much, how much does it cost to drive a V8 supercar John? Uh, if 
I know of people that have paid 1.2. Just to drive. For, for the season in a seat? Yeah. Wow. King. So, so imagine 1.2 mil, you could buy a nice, relatively nice house. Yeah. Uh, so think of that sort of money. Per year. But you don't get the keys at the end. Yeah, per year. year. You're not renting you know what I'd do it right at the end and smash it. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Those, those guys are smashing it every week. <laughs> I only see. No for another three or four minutes. For another three or four minutes. Back, back in, in the, the day when... But you've got to remember, back in the day, especially in Australia, well, most places, back in the day, he was in kindergarten, um, and you had back... No, but you had touring cars, and you had basically privateers who could... Go racing, yeah, factory back with a, you know, with either a, even up until the mid nineties, late nineties, you could go and buy a race car off Larry Perkins. Usually yeah. a season right? old, yeah. and a lot of them, really? yeah, yeah, they used to and, sell them, and they'd run money. it for the season for you, or your team would run it. Yeah. And obviously, you know, if you if you went to Perkins, Perkins would give you some data sheets for that car, yeah. and then you know, then you're on your own, or you pay him to you know, and you do your testing and stuff like that, but. And didn't Perkins These were sell engines? Of, weren't I, they selling engines? Well, Perkin, Perk, Larry Perkins basically you know, built race engines yeah, for yeah. almost Perk, everyone. Perkins Engineering. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... Some, yeah. No. Yeah. 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 Ba- basically, Larry Perkins was supplying the rear ends to... Yeah, it does sound right. To pretty much every car on the grid at one point. Larry Perkins was getting the rear ends for all the cars on the grid. Mate, the, the guy... There's, uh, there is a story about Larry Perkins. It's... And his rear it's, it's, yeah. Well, basically, um, he he'd done up one of his road cars. Is this from two was, sources? A little. <laughs> no, no, no. This, is, this, is, this has been in a lot of the in a, a lot of the media publications in the past. Uh, basically, hotted up people. a um, <laughs> hotted up one of his uh, Commodores, which uh, I think back then would have been a VL, right? Um, basically, he was running a Group A race engine in his road car. Took it out for a blast. And um, didn't take his foot off, and the cops chased him everywhere. They, a, they turned up at his workshop, but Larry had gone back and shaved his moustache off. Said, oh, no, not me. <laughs> but it was, he was known for having some, you know, like, I think that story was for Harry Ferkins, as another Harry Ferkins. Harry Ferkins, yeah. yeah. But um, Perkins, I mean, some of their, um, you got to remember, when um, touring cars switched from the, um, the Holden engine to the Chev engines, yeah. Larry, Larry went out and one Bathurst with a Holden engine. Everyone else was running the new Chev engine, the new more power, more this, more that. And he went out and won it from last. With the old he, he, he was basically last on, I think, lap one. He broke something on the first lap, went in, they changed it, changed their whole strategy for the race. And he went with a basically a dinosaur. Yeah, he's a smart man. Hey, John. Very smart man. This PPF's really good on my phone. <laughs> I just covered my phone in it. Does it work on the iPhone? Well, yeah, look, it, 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 it does, yeah. It does. Ross does. gave up on being a race car driver, yeah, yeah, so now yeah. he's a PPF applicator. Well, he said yeah. someone's rear end. Some guy's yeah, rear end. Yeah, yeah, tuned out. <laughs> have you raced at Bathurst, John? Uh, I have. I've raced really? a Formula 3 car at is that Bathurst. Tattoo that Bathurst that, oh, is that with the other oh, tattoos of Bathurst? Oh, wow. Oh, wow. So, um... I've driven around Bathurst at 60k an hour. Yeah. Those walls are fucking close and the oh, road yeah. is fucking steep. Yeah. Is that the most challenging track you've ever driven on? Uh, yeah, I'd say so because it's, it's, yeah, it, it's, it's Bathurst, right? And like, you can't you practice, can't. it's a public road. Yeah. So you've got to. Oh, it's a public road, is it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's just, it's just one of those things that you, you go there and you, you, there's just so much pedigree there, you're like, fuck, this is Bathurst. 
So that's obviously already weighing on your mind. So it's like yeah. ECG or... And then yeah. you start going, you know, up the top of the mountain and then the wolf, wolf they, they seem closer than they are. So yeah. it takes you a while to um, get used to that. But there's a lot of race drivers out there that say when you go to Bathurst, you need to show Bathurst respect, otherwise it'll bite you hard. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so true. So true, because I found it. And is that coming down the mountain scary? Um, the first couple of times? Well, going, going up the... The mountain and coming down is up is, scary too because yeah. the walls are fucking two meters so put, tall. Put it this way, like the it's like that. in a, in a Formula Three car, yeah. uh, from the cutting to start going up the hill, it's flat all the way until it drops off uh, in a Formula Three car. So you don't lift; you're full throttle the whole way. And there's not much runoff. There's no runoff. <laughs> anyway. yeah. He the put the it so in case he touches the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a Formula 3 car would be the car. Uh, well, maybe they, not today. But what was that? They were, for a, they were for a little bit until yeah. they, um, supercars started dropping into the threes yeah. and stuff like that. But yeah, they um, they were. Yeah, for, oh, for I, still, I still reckon the greatest missed opportunity is an, 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 F1, an F1 round of Bathurst. Oh, it's, it's that. Can you imagine around. the carnage though? <laughs> be, well, carnage and not only that, they wouldn't allow because it it's too dangerous. Man, I remember when they took the uh, the the best phone car up there the with um, Jensen Button and Craig Lowndes, right? No, you. Could, yeah, there were people in in Bathurst City that could hear the car like yeah. that F one car flying around there. Do you know? So, didn't F one car do a burnout on the Harbour Bridge? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Mark Webber. Yeah. They gave him a 70 kilometer limit and that car was not doing 70. Oh, no. they gave him a 70. They, yeah, yeah, they said do 70. They said do 70. Do yeah, 70. Yeah. What are you going to do about it? Yeah, he did, he did <laughs> a burnout on one end and then went down the other and did a, did a U.S. Was, was he supposed to do the burnout? It was to, it was to promote F1 for the year. I'll tell you what, I, I remember that, that vividly and uh, I remember mum and dad and a few other people being like, oh, just look at that car go over all the bumps on the Harbour Bridge and they're like, we never knew there were bumps on the Harbour Bridge but yeah. there's stiff formula. Yeah, yeah. If they raised that car... They did raise nearly it, yeah. three inches. Did they? Yeah. yeah. Or else, if the first bumper would have hit, it would have ripped the nose cone off and flipped it. Because that's what I was going to say. Might as well have been a speed bump. Because yeah. Bathurst ain't flat either. It'd be a, it'd be a, a real hassle getting F one around there. But a street circuit over the Harbour Bridge would be awesome. How F1, good would that be? At F one, and and then they cross the bridge both ways. I, don't they, I doubt they'd use the tunnel. Unless they'd do the tunnel Monaco style. Imagine that. Go through yeah, the Carl Expressway, the tunnel. Yeah, down through the QVB. And if they race it like for, for viewing Sunday night, there'd be a bit of traffic too. Yeah. <laughs> they get well, someone well. did time Button and, and um, at um, Bathurst, and oh, it was yeah. unofficial because it wasn't supposed to be a, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. balls out lap. No, it was fast. I don't remember the time, but it was wicked. It was fast. like a one, uh, don't quote me, uh, like a 140 something or other. Yeah. yeah. That's like 20, 20 something seconds faster than today's. But also that bus. that car going down Conrad Straight was yeah. hitting the limiter like yeah, more really. than halfway down. Yeah, down yeah. The he wasn't going flat out anyway because yeah. they 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 brought the car there set up. Not like if they'd straight. gone and set it up for that track, that yeah. car was oh, probably yeah into oh. the well into the thirties. Well, that's Sydney Motorsport Park. The Red Bull Formula One car in demo mode yeah. did a one seventeen or something. Yeah. Oh no, um, like a one. I think Ricardo did a ten or a nine. There you go. Yeah. And what's the what's the record there? What's the normals? Uh, what's what's super? What do you normally do there, Hillel? 
Yeah, what do you do? How long goes it straight line? <laughs> Bloody hell, I can't. Okay. Yeah. 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 Well, you're quick doing anything under 1 minute 50 there. Okay. Yeah. 1 minute 50 is a good time. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, if you're doing a 150, you're, you're steering it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. On a, on a street, on a road car. Take me 150 to get to the first corner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm driven east of the creek in a semi. We're there for a Mercedes day. And they put us in a, um, a, a semi, well, without the trailer. Yeah. And I was with my brother that we rotated. And I was looking for the uh, the horn above your head. He goes, no, buddy, it's um, it's push button. Oh. He goes, and the Mercedes guy goes, oh, press it. I'm expecting it for like, and I press it, goes, meh. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him, he goes, there's two horns, and he flicked the switch, and then it was like the air horn on the same button. <laughs> I was like expecting to be mean. Uh, some, uh, little mint. He slipped on my car and let him out to um, yeah. Motorsport Park. Yeah, see if he can do the one, one ten. We can do that. If anyone, <laughs> if anyone can get hold of some... Pirelli trophies, which are out of stock at the so, moment. So, if you with the simulator, we we had this. We we're talking to a, a with Muzilk, a, a, a literally a gamer about comparing a simulator to a real thing. I don't think he had a license. They didn't have a car. Didn't have a, yeah, the license didn't have a car. Okay. Yeah, so we're asking about. He's like, I think I'm going to buy a McLaren. And <laughs> yeah. like, you have a license. I'll work it out. We'll work it out. <laughs> you are a real race driver compared to the sim. Like beginning of the year when they did that during COVID, they were they had uh, Verstappen with racing yeah, Red Bull and yeah, stuff. Yeah. How re- is is it? Um, it's uh, it, it's close. It's never going to be the real thing. No. But um, yeah, some some of the the different games that you can get. So forget about your PlayStation games or your Xbox games. You, you know, you need something on PC like like racing, a set of course, that sort of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so your Gran Turismo is not. Yeah, good. yeah, it's um. But you, you get you get the games that are actual simulations, uh, where you can go and adjust all of the, the settings you want and yeah. whatnot. You can get it pretty pretty close. Uh, the biggest thing though is that you you just you don't get a feel of the G forces. Yeah. So you, you, the the sensors you have in a real car, you you have to try and feel everything just through the steering wheel on a simulator. So there's always going to be a bit missing. But the best thing that they they're good for is like racing lines, track familiarization, uh, all that that sort of stuff. Um, you know, prior to to a race meeting, mm. that's that's where they're, they're really really beneficial. Like I heard someone say, when you go to the Nurburgring, don't play on PlayStation before you go there. Apparently, it's like <laughs> nothing like it. it. Like there's always a question: how many years? Everyone been here before? Yeah, I've done 100 laps of PlayStation. Yeah, you get that. Did 100 laps? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, you How end, many times did you reset? The, <laughs> they lap. <laughs> You'll end up on the like Nurburgring crash compilation videos. <laughs> and and how, and back out in the real world, you use trees as markers and. Like there's there's points where you you break points. It's not necessarily the the markers on the track, but there's other physical markers that you look out for. Is that yeah, correct? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Whether it's a, a a sign on the outside of a track, uh, little marker boards, or, or or anything. If you can have visual representations for where where you want to break, where you want to turn in, uh, and uh, you know where you, where you want to exit, that's why you, you see race drivers do track walks because that's what they're them. Getting familiar well, that's why with the, they the track. Walk. Yeah, yeah, so it's. I thought it wasn't just like stretch your calves. <laughs> no, there's a whole there's a whole range of different reasons that, that they walk. do it. So yeah. one is to see if there's any been any changes to the track, um, surface wise, all that sort of stuff. But then you know, talking with engineers about you know where is the cut set up properly or uh, well, just you know where where you want to be turning and braking, all that sort of stuff. So when you're walking around, you can be like, okay, I see this visual representation. I'm going to start using that as like my breaking point yeah. and then you know you start using that in practice and then you might start adjusting it 
um, throughout if you need to go deeper or if you've gone too deep kind of thing. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. There was a story, I, I don't know which track it was, and I don't remember if it was cars or bikes, but everyone was overshooting a particular corner and they realised that they cut a tree down in the background. <laughs> And so the the, mar- the visual marker was some tree that they've cut down, and everyone was just overshooting the mark because the tree's no longer there, and they were sort of using the wrong reference points, and they sort of had to all the. They happened at Wakefield back in the was early it, days, was like it? early two thousands. <laughs> there was some, there was a stack of tyres at Turn One where like sometimes the marshals would be there for driver training, and um, someone moved the tyres. Oh. Further away, <laughs> like further up, along the train, and wiped out no, all no, the cars. No, 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 they, no, no, they moved it back like ten meters backwards. So everyone was breaking earlier. Yeah, they were, yeah. So everyone was now lifting off and backing off earlier. So the rookies were sort of like there, and the not so rookies were like, "Well, we know where to break." But they brought it back because they thought this is a bit dangerous. If someone gets on the anchors, loses it, they could just slide into the infield. Yeah. And then sort of all of a sudden, like you're going down the straight, and it's like. <laughs> Evacuate! Yeah, that's why you want, always want to pick markers that don't move. <laughs> or can't be moved. I swear there was a reindeer here when I came down. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. He's moved, he's moved. It's gone. Oh, there you go. Well, I love the workshop. It's great. Thank you. No, it looks good. Yeah, it looks good. So the Is plans... It? Sorry, yeah, no, no. You say, so the room that we're sitting in now, it's going to be completely renovated. And we will have the sim, we do have the beer fridge happening. So we will be. Uh, You're gonna need a kebab machine, eh? We need a. <laughs> you should, we do have a barbecue, but we need a kebab machine. So, so yeah, that's the plan. So eventually, it's it is going to be this type of hangout where you boys can come in uh, without any booking. You don't have to do anything for your cars, yeah. but you can I mean, jump. On I mean, the it'd, sim. it'd be nice to have a book. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's just um, racing is expensive. <laughs> Um, and yeah, just come have a have a coffee, have a meeting, take out your laptop, yeah. do some work at a place that you could sort of have fun, talk talk about wheels, tires, mods, whatever it is, without uh, you know looking immature. Yeah, podcast studio. Uh, that's Absolutely. it. Podcast studio. Yeah, we're already talking about it because uh, we've got the we get the guests here. Yeah. They have to get their car done, yeah. and then we interview them and ask them what they think. Because the new equipment's come, and we're going to set it up. So we're going to have some music. And I was just I was going to ask you, Amy, about the the rev up sign in the background. Yes. There's a lot of signatures there. So uh, are they people that have paid to drive, or are they actually winners? <laughs> so rev up rev up was launched about I think almost four years now, three to four years now. And uh, you see my logo right down the bottom left. Yep. And that's how I met the guys. Um, Initially, I was going to set up my first shop here, but that space that I'm in now was not available. And they said, look, we're going to set up this club. Uh, it's not just a workshop, it's an actual club where they do track days and off-roading and all kinds of things. Do you want to be a sponsor and a supporter of the club? And three years later, you know, we're really good friends. I became their customer, they became mine. They did the modifications on my BMW. And these are the people that were there when the, the launch night happened. And down the bottom, the, they're the sponsors that gave away prizes and yep. supported the business. And um, it's we'll actually to, really nice. We'll to have to get them on. We'll get them on. Yeah, they're a lovely bunch of guys. Yeah, we'll um, get them on. Um, and how easy? You got the 2 Series? You still got the... I have my M140. The, uh, the one, yeah, the 140. Yeah. How's it going? Very good. It's probably getting, getting to be one of the more modified cars out there. Um, track days on Sunday, so hoping for a PV. So it's track track now. Because when we first saw it a couple of years ago... It was very standard. It was, yeah. So now it's... Did you use the line I use? Not modifying the car? Not touching it? Yeah. And uh, 
I just don't show my wife the car anymore. And that's I just take the courtesy home. You? <laughs> okay. It's not your daily. It's not right. the daily. I do daily. I do. I do drive it most days. But she hasn't been in there. She she'll kill me. So the, the car sleeps here now. Yeah. She she doesn't know what. You know, so when she sees something go out for Sparker bucket seats, she's like, oh. You do know okay. your wife downloads a podcast. She's, she emails me. And, uh, we would have lost her in the first five minutes. She hates cars. <laughs> but yeah, now it's going, it's going really good. It's currently the fastest uh, street M140. Yep. Um, that's not a production race car on the track. And What have you done to it? Uh, so allegedly, allegedly. Yeah. Okay. So my wife is listening. Time. I love you. <laughs> Don't divorce me. We have a daughter. Um, so it's white body. So it's it's <laughs> and, uh, and that's all we have. <laughs> if you have any questions, please send me an email. <laughs> so it's pretty much stock. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So you took everything off. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Every, everything is a bolt on. Okay, yeah. So it's white body. How did you do that? It's white body. So uh, the, the fenders have been. Uh, Basically reformed, so the Pumped. metal was not not uh, not blown out. Yeah, pretty much. So two hundred sheets of PPF. <laughs> <laughs> it does have PPF on it, otherwise it would be destroyed. Just now. some timber, some screws, <laughs> and some expanded yeah. foam. That's we it. Just the back. I like That's the, the Liberty. No, noodles. Is it Liberty? No. Noodles. 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 Have you seen that shit? Is it? No. Sorry. No, the Liberty noodles. 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 YouTube that fixes cars with two minute oh, noodles and, and super glue. Yeah. He pops like a Lamborghini will drive in. He's like, oh. noodles in it. Yeah, it's like this whole scene. He's smashing it in. He's like, oh, I've got a problem with the side of my car. No problems. He's like, brings it in. There's like a hole in the side of the, the 488. And he stuffs it with noodles. And then sends it back. And I, got money, I got money that, that wasn't the side of the 488. <laughs> oh. I don't think that was a 488. You know what? You said noodles. I thought pool noodles. And no, noodles. <laughs> around those and two minute noodles. Yeah. He's, to, to, he's using two, two minute noodles. Sorry. So, so YouTube. <laughs> no, that's it. We, so we gave the full list of bots. Yeah. <laughs> nah, it's had, it's had quite, a, quite a lot. So um, I'm very fortunate in that in my, in my business, as I have met you gentlemen, um, you end up being really good friends with your customers. Yep. And... Um, I have a good good customer and our friend uh, A1 Body Repairs in Peakhurst, who did the work for me. Um, so if your wife is listening, it was all free. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. all to promote the business. Yes, yeah. <laughs> that's why the stickers are on the car. That that that's it. But and yeah, to really rub it into your mates, do you have John jumping from the back seat to drive the M140? Well, we we did want him to come on Sunday, but. Uh, Unfortunately, you, uh, you wanted a million bucks uh, for the seat. He's retired, he's retired as champion. He, ch- he jumped in the seat, but we saw the invoice for 140 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Is it ten thousand dollars a season, yeah. John? Uh, I, I picked it winning the F3 championship. I'm done. Yeah, that's it. I won it. I'm done. Retiring as champion. And what was the prize money? Zero. A, a trophy. A trophy. That, that's all I got. Is it pretty big? Like, does it fill up the room or is it? It's decent. It's, it, it's, is it next to the Tempin bowling one? It's next to the TV. Yeah. <laughs> it holds the remote. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a big car. No, but I haven't, I haven't driven Eamon's car on the track. I've driven around the street. Which yeah. Is pretty cool, but yeah, unfortunately, some of us have to, have to work on the weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, he will, he will drive it soon enough. So, the plan is, um, like I said, once we're all set up, so John is going to be ripping out the carpet off this. This floor. Um, so, if you're listening to this podcast and you like us, uh, help John this weekend. <laughs> rip the carpet out. Yeah, I'll get uh, you guys a plug. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, uh, by all means. But yeah, the plan is we will be running running track days, um, and John will be instructing and tutoring oh, uh, for me. So I've reached a point now where I need that. Um, yeah. I could repeatedly go out and do the same lap over and over again, but to get somebody like John jump into my car and say to me, "Look, you need to change your line," or the car might be too stiff or too soft. 
uh, somebody with experience can only give that kind of feedback oh, yeah. where I'll just repeatedly do the same lap. Yeah. Um, so it'll be good for and me. Bad and habits too. I mean, yeah, yeah you, you, you get to um, get out of it. I mean, having it uh, going on a track with with uh, a, a, a professional next to you, it's like in golf. How you got the professional telling you how to stand, how to grip, how to this. There's all different techniques, and you, you learn a lot in just one session. Um, and you can really carve your times down for those. Events. Guys, I do. When I sorry, I do. You do learn a lot. Like I don't you normally do. do track days. Yeah. And if I do, I've always got someone in the car with me. When I'm in Abu Dhabi, um, not the moment, when I go to Abu Dhabi, I always book the track days there. I'm a big guy, so they don't put me in any other than the, G, the GD, what's the Mercedes, GTS? GDS. Yeah, they put me in GDS. Yeah, the coupe. And I have, I've had the same guy, this guy Axel, who's, who does Formula One. And, and so you book the same guy? The same guy. And th- third year, he goes, well, you, you know, you really, you have, they play the video back from, you know, year one. It's like a, it's like a progression thing. And he goes, you're really improving. And I'm like, it's not me, it's you. And he's like, no, it's you, but and he just, he's just on it. Like, So now you go the right way around. It's, it's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Yeah. Well, think of the coach there, and uh, this is Ross right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what we could see. You're doing well, but the coach is holding the steering wheel. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. It happens. <laughs> Sometimes you want the coach to hold the steering wheel because you're going the wrong bloody direction. Well, that was very informative. I know cool. all that. Contacting my kids' books now. <laughs> going around a race track. Guys, thanks for coming on and thank you for having us. And we're going to come again More than when, welcome, when it's all ready to go. And um, so welcome. plug away, fellas. Um, John, your, your business, can we find you on the internet in real life? Uh, yes, so uh, our website's in the making, um, but we are on Instagram and Facebook, uh, the PPF Studio. Uh, and you can uh, email us at hello at the ppfstudio.com.au. So, ppfstudio, I'll put it up on our yeah, put yeah. On, the, on, on the site. On and Eamon, how are you going with uh, Leading Edge? We're, we're uh, doing really well. Um, everybody can find us at leadingdetailing.com.au or just look us up on Google, Leading Edge Detailing. Beautiful. Um, you can also book John through us. So, John. Uh, we should have probably clarified this. Probably. <laughs> John, John is in the same premises. So 755 Darling Street, Roselle is yep. where Leading Edge, the PPF studio, and Rev Up Garage are. All together, yeah. In the same complex. Um, so you could definitely get in touch with John or book him through us. And well, when you say they can book John, females, males, anyone who can book him. <laughs> <laughs> it costs a lot of money to race and John females. doesn't discriminate. He needs a million bucks to race. You know what, does not discriminate. Whatever pays the bills. Yeah. <laughs> so he's a answer. true professional. Well, thank you for having us. And, thank, um, you thank you. Yeah, and uh, on behalf of everyone, follow us, uh, download us. We're back up the charts. Uh, we're getting some guests back on COVID. It's all sort of going away. We're thinking about our Victorian friends, and uh, we're due to come down there once it all cleans up, borders open up. We'll do a uh, Victoria trip again. Um, so we're all thinking about you guys. Um, download us, rate us, email us at uh, alltalk at outlook.com.au with all your questions. Uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Anything else? Nothing. That's Ross, really. Christian, my son's driving the simulator and Hillary's holding the steering wheel. And I can see a no entry sign, so he's, he's not going the, right the wrong way. way. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I know, he had a great moment just now because there was a lot of dust on, oh, the, like, dust on the screen and he was trying to wave it with the <laughs> 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 He was going like yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Wave it off again. Put your, put your wipers on, buddy. Put your wipers on. That looks like your interior, Eamon. Is that? It's a BMW. <laughs> 
That's, that's why it doesn't go around corners. No, no, it just loves doing burnouts. Loves doing burnouts. Well, thank you for listening, and bye for now. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.